At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. That man is Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher, World Series champion with the New York Yankees, sitting in for the entire hour for Amal Shaw today. Big show, two guests coming up in 15 minutes in studio. In studio, Jonathan Davis of the NHL Network going to join us to preview Game 3 tonight in Amelie between the Colorado Avalanche and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And then in 30 minutes via Skype, we'll have our old friend Jeff Erickson, co-founder of Rotowire. He's back from Ireland. Get his thoughts on Major League Baseball. We had two weeks uh, of games that we haven't had him being able to comment on. And a tweet that he put out Friday night I want to ask him about. Well, Josh, one game underway today so far in Major League Baseball. The uh, Miami Marlins are at the New York Mets. one nothing, top of the third here. Battle of two hard-throwing left-handers between Rodgers and Peterson. Uh, Marlins with the leadoff runner on to start the top of the third. Yeah, listen, eh, crazy game, huh? Peterson for the Mets. I mean, I don't know if it's him or if it's if it's collective everything, but he doesn't go past four innings. So we're going to see the bullpen, right? I mean, four of his last six starts, he's given up four runs. Uh, it, it, like, he's, he's got great stuff. I'm telling you, like, I've seen it with Steven Matz there and a different, like, coaching staff and everybody mm-hmm. regime, but there's some people they just don't teach to pitch. And I'm telling you, they haven't teached this kid how to pitch yet. Like, he's got the stuff, kind of like this other kid in, in Braddish in Baltimore. He's got, like, plus stuff. but just have no idea how to use it or what to do. You can't just throw the same stuff all the time when he does. But it's, it's pretty fun watching him when he's on. Um, watching Taylor Rogers. Is that his first name, Taylor, by mm-hmm. the way? Watching Rogers pitch, like, in the first inning, kind of bad luck. I thought he was tipping his pitches a little bit. He seems to get higher with his fastball and get lower with his off speed. But he's locked in right now. The one run was kind of a joke. I don't know how it even happened. But it was he, one hit, mm-hmm. and then we had the uh, a double, and then we had the ground ball to birdie that he mishandled on the yep. exchange, and then the C and I hit, and yep. then a strikeout of Alonzo, and then a walk on a three-two pitch. Yeah, and been... then he got out of it with the strikeout, uh, a two strikeout, struck out the side, and the, the it ends up in the first inning. Peterson hits Chisholm with a one-two pitch. So first and second. Nobody the, out for the Marlins. And this is it for him, right? Like, this is what happens, right? You get an infield play mm-hmm. that he makes a good play on, and it probably would have been safe, but listen, Pete Alonso's not a good first baseman. And then now with a guy on base, it changes things. And, like, you see his arm right there? It drops so low, that ball never had a chance to be in the zone. And now, and it, it wasn't even, it was just a fastball. It looked like it. He drills Chisholm. Now we got first and second, and Miami's in business. I and mean, this is what happens. He gets rattled now. And, and... There's so, like, look at that first pitch slider down. There's so many things that we have to learn to be successful. And, and, and in this game, what we're doing, we're trying to bet against these guys or bet on these guys. And I know the Mets are a good baseball team, but 
listen, when, when guys get on base and he doesn't know what to do and he goes straight to that off speed and he stops pitching in, he was throwing in with the fastball well to the righties early. This is where the Mets struggle. And then as a coaching staff, he's, he's not even close to the zone now. Mm-hmm. That's three straight pitches. Drill way low and way outside. And now what do the Mets do? You get somebody the up. The bullpen's got to be up already. He, but then you rattle him more. Yeah. You go to the mound and talk to him. But like those are conversations we have. Like something's going to have to change. And at some point, you just leave him out there and say, "Deal with it." Mets close a dollar seventy favorite total. Uh, either eight and a half juice to the under or eight juice to the over. Interestingly, every one of Peterson starts has gone over the total. All right, we wow. got a um, abbreviated card, but uh, you know some good pitching matchups tonight. So I want to get into some of them. Yep. I want to ask you a question yep. without looking at your computer where you get all your info. Here's the pitchers that are going tonight, and I want you to tell me who has pitched the most innings so far this year. We've got some good pitchers going. Of today's players. Yeah, of the, of the pitchers going tonight. Who do you think has pitched the most innings? we got Logan Webb, Max Freed, Miles Mikolas, Corbin Burns, Hugh Darvish, Garrett Cole, Shane McClanahan, Jose Barrios, Noah Syndergaard. Who's pitched the most innings to, of anybody starting a Major League Baseball game It's today? not Noah. We can throw him out. Mikolas has been going deep. He's been awesome, and he almost had that no-hitter recently. Barrios actually throws a lot of innings, even though he gets touched up. I got to assume Max Freed. Yeah, how about Miles Mikolas? Has pitched the most innings of any of the yeah. starters today, 82 and a third. He's been locked in this year, and they're letting him go seven. They're letting him go eight. Yeah, Max Freed, the second choice here, uh, 80 and two thirds, and then Burns, 78 and two thirds. McClanahan, 78 and a third. Garrett Cole, only 73 innings so far this year. He likes, right? he likes to get touched up pretty quick and come out of some early yeah, games. He's, he's, <laughs> he's good, though, following a loss. It, Cole's stats in the last uh, in the last three years following a loss are phenomenal, and you and I both have an opinion on what happened in Minnesota that yeah, night. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but he didn't have to take a loss, even though he gave up seven <laughs> earned and only got seven outs, hey. five home runs, no decision for Garrett. I'm kind of hiding in the uh, laundry room, maybe have a couple of beers in the third <laughs> inning, and my team's bailing me out. I love it. <laughs> okay, uh, let's start in Pittsburgh uh, today. Cubs and the Pirates. T- Two awful teams, really, here. Let's be honest. Caleb Killian going for the Cubs. Just nine innings work, 0-1, ERA's 8, whip 1-6-7. Very short sample size. JT Brubaker started opening day for the Pirates. Does not have a victory yet. 0-7, 64 innings, 4-5 on the ERA here. Pirates, a small home favorite over the Cubs today. Cubs took two out of three from the Braves this weekend. So, (laughs) Um, and pitch well. You know, I had a one nothing game, and I think that that streak, and any more 14-game streak. Um, listen, Brubaker against Colorado threw six and two-thirds and gave up one earned run. Didn't get a win. No. Okay. Let's go to the next game. In San Diego, with those five innings, great. One unearned run doesn't get a win. So it tells me two things. It tells me, one, because you look at the rest of it. I mean, the other day he went against Atlanta. He went seven and three, didn't get a win. He went, uh, actually got a loss. He went five and a third and gave up three, two earned against St. Louis at St. Louis, got a loss. So, like, right away, I mean, I, I see the six runs he gives up, the six runs he gives up. I see all that stuff. It tells me right away Pittsburgh flat out doesn't score for him. And no matter what you think, like, when that stuff starts to happen, it's the reality. Some people get run support, some people don't. He doesn't get it. And so he deserves to have maybe three wins, a couple losses taken off that record. He could easily be three and four. But the reality is they just don't show for him. So how can I back that? The Cubs aren't any good either, right? All right, so you, you're at home and you took two out of three from Atlanta, but what is that? It's a series you're playing. It wasn't anything like a, a postseason game. Like, you know what I'm saying? They weren't like, oh, we're going to break this streak. They just wanted to play baseball. They're playing better baseball, but they're not scoring either. So this is a tough game. I mean, I would favor the Cubs, even though it like, looks like a bullpen day. Caleb's not going to go deep by any means. Total eight here, a little bit too low to, uh, to play the under. But to your point, Brubaker in form, th- two out of three quality starts and not scoring for him. All right, let's get to the first good pitching match of the day, and that's in Atlanta, Uh-oh. where the nine high straight, as uh, my friend Amal Shaw refers to Logan Webb, going, ag- <laughs> going against Max Freed. Webb, six and two, three, four, three, ERA, 118. Uh, whip. The, the defense totally quit on him two weeks ago, committed four errors behind him in that home loss to Colorado. Max Freed, seven and two, 80 and two thirds innings, two nine on the ERA, just over one. On the whip, the Braves, a pretty significant home favorite here uh, of $1.55. Again, a total of eight. Yeah. All right. So he's got a 4.25 ERA on the road and a 2.74 at home. It's a massive difference. I mean, he's a ground ball guy, so it really shouldn't be that big of a discrepancy. So whatever he's doing in San Francisco, plus it's harder to hit balls out, a little bit bigger park. He loves that field, but he's not doing the same things. And almost the same amount of starts, seven and six as well. Innings are really, really close. 
the walks kick up on the road, the strikeouts go down. There's something about the road that he's not doing when he's doing the same thing in San Francisco, and that that's hard. So where he's given up three runs a game on the road plus, I mean, him himself, whatever the bullpen does post, I know the ERAs are inflated because I'm not going nine innings. That's not going to get it done versus this team. Now, I know they didn't you know, play that well in Chicago, but they were hot. But, like, if he gives up three today and you got this guy on the mound at home, Max Reed, who we saw this last year with him. We saw it the year before. I think he started hot and then didn't finish. And then I think last year he was calm like the rest of the team and then obviously went crazy the second half. If, if, if Logan Webb gives up three today, it's over. Atlanta's going to win this game. You like laying a dollar fifty-five here? That number doesn't scare me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like laying two twenties and, yeah. and stuff like that. But one fifty-five is a, it's a comfortable number for me, especially at home. We're going to talk NL Cy Young in the last segment, but Max Fried right now, the fifth choice between, behind Alcantara, Burns, Musgrove, and Wheeler at thirteen to one. Is Max Fried a Cy Young type of guy to you? Um, yeah, I, I think he can be. I mean, I'm to me not yet, and, and to me, I don't know that. They, to your point about Brubaker, they don't score for him. Or Hauser, they don't score for him in Milwaukee. No. They do score for Max Fried. And he wins games where he gives up three and four runs. I don't know if Max Fried is yet there at that elite level for me. I mean, uh, let me just go back real quick mm-hmm. then. Let's go back to 17 his rookie year. Uh, 381, then a 294. I mean, he's 1-4 to 294, so there you go. I mean, there was some, in, in, you know, Relief appearances, whatnot. 17 and 6 with a 4. 7 and 0, that's the year in 2020 with a 2. 14 and 7 with a 3, and now he's 7 and 2 with a 9. Like, this dude's a legit. Like, he has it. He's going to have to kick his innings up. He's gone to 165 twice, right? That's not going to get done. We know that. Um, as far as strikeouts, he has the ability to throw more than he does innings pitch, which is very important for the Cy Young race. So it, he does have what it takes 80 innings and 13 starts, respectable right now. He's going to have to go 34 starts, and he's going to have to. You know, they're going to have to let him be the man. But, no, I think he fully has all the stuff it takes to be a Cy Young winner. All right, let's go to Milwaukee. Good series here between the top two teams in the NL Central. And, really, this has separated itself. Just a two-team race here. Nobody else is going to compete in this division. You could still get the Cardinals at around plus $2 to win this division. It's very tempting to me because I think they're actually going to win it. Miles Mikolas, I talked about it, eating up innings, 80. Listen to the stats on these two guys. One is the second choice for the Cy Young. The other is in, in the field. Mikolas is five and four. Burns is four and four. Mikolas eighty-two and a third innings. Burns seventy-eight and two thirds. Mikolas ERA two six two. Burns two five two. Mikolas WHIP point nine seven. Burns point nine five. What is it about Burns? We just threw him in the Cy Young race, and now all of a sudden well, he won it last guy? year, so he right. starts out as a favorite. I don't think he's as sharp as he. To my eye, and the analytics guys tell me no, I'm wrong. To my eye, he's not nearly as sharp as he was last year. No. Remember last year he struck out 50 guys before he gave up a walk. Right, and that's going to change. I think he walked yeah. the first guy of the season actually yeah. this year. Let's <laughs> just get that <laughs> right. out of the way. <laughs> I mean, the numbers are still really good. If I had these numbers, you, you, we would know each other, right? I mean, yeah. he's going to make a ton of money doing this. He's very successful. Like, his numbers are good. But again, it goes back to, and I know what we did with Jacob DeGrom, but he was dominant. And I know King Felix back in the day. I understand all 13. this stuff. But listen, when you don't win games, it's hard. You're not going to go 11-5 and five and win the Cy Young too many times. And he's 4-4 four and four right now, right? So I get what he's saying, but no. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Adam Burke on Major League Baseball puts coverage of golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. Point Spread Weekly, the daily best bet email, and 24-7 live video streaming. $19 through July 31st, VEASAN.com slash summer. Up next, Jonathan Davis in studio. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean real fresh start with lasting change take the zen 10 challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine available in a variety of tastes and strengths zen nicotine products deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction try zen nicotine pouches for 10 days or your money back your fresh start is here take the zen 10 challenge today at zen.com 10 that's zyn.com slash one zero zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here. Josh Tower sitting in today, co-hosting for Amal Shaw. And it's our pleasure to have in studio for the first time, Jonathan Davis. You see Jonathan on the NHL Network, and you're doing your podcast live from the Circus Sportsbook during the Stanley Cup. Yeah, it was great. We did uh, the uh, post-game show for NHL Network mm-hmm. Radio here after game one. It was it was bedlam, and it was a pro-Avs crowd. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Jonathan, we, we look forward to game three tonight. The scene <laughs> switches from Denver to Emily in Tampa Bay, where the two-time defending champs have their backs against the wall. Tell me I'm not just a prisoner of the moment to have a hard time believing this game is a pick and the total is six. I was stunned. I was stunned at both. I mean, it's the first time the Avs have been a dog in the playoffs. And I, I yeah, I mean, what, it's gone down to, I think, what, minus 04, yeah, minus 06. 06 uh-huh. Six was, I thought we were going to see six and a half. I was stunned. Uh, I, I'm on the over. I can't pick a side. I, you know, I, I gave up on picking sides. I mean, I've got, I've got the future on, on Colorado. I got them at five to one a uh, long time ago. So I'm just going to ride with it. I went with Tampa in both the first two games just on their history, but I'm staying away from the side. You know, the game two, a Saturday night game two actually closed five and a half in most books, which stunned me. I'm an under player and I can't touch the series, right? I just bet laid 175 with the abs and said, and said, let it go here. To me, my thought through the first two games is that John Cooper and the Lightning should be thanking Rick Bonus and the Stars uh, and the Knights for having knocked out Colorado the last two years. Because yes. if they had gotten through the Western Conference, I don't know how Tampa Bay can deal with the speed of this team. I agree. I mean, and I would have, you know, I kind of thought that after, you know, they weathered the storm Tampa after the first period in game one, Mm -hmm. I thought they had made the adjustments. So I thought they were going to be able to make the adjustments for game two. I I was stunned that we saw a repeat performance with not, you know, again, two goals in the first nine minutes and 30 seconds. So for those people who took that bet, good, good on you. Um, Yeah. You know, we'll see. I, I, I'm hoping for Tampa's sake, I want to see a series. So, I, you know, now now the scene shifts to Tampa. I don't really think 
guys that last change makes a difference because I don't think Colorado cares who the matchups are. From a, from a perspective of betting the exact exact final and in how many games, the favorite right now is Avalanche in five, so that Tampa would get one and then they would close in Denver. But you can also get plus 250 on a sweep right now. Do you think this goes longer than five games? Can Tampa Bay find a win to win, way to win two out of the next three and force a game six in Emily? I think I would take a shot at, at the sweep. I think it does make mm-hmm. sense. But, I mean, there's nothing to indicate from what we've seen in these first two games. I just think it's different than the Rangers series. Mm-hmm. I, I, didn't, I don't have the same feeling that I did after the, after the Lightning were down 2-0 uh, to the Rangers. They got, there was a, de- a demolition in game two against Colorado for the Lightning. I guess there's two things for me, Jonathan. Yeah. Is, is there that big of a separation in talent on these two teams? I mean, I get what Tampa Bay's done the last two years, right? Yeah. But Colorado just seems like they're on another level. And then basing it off of last game where it was 7 nothing, and it just kind of got out of hand, right? And at some point, we kind of pack it in as players, and maybe you put in some guys that haven't played, and, and it kind of gets out of control. Did that rest some guys from Tampa, or did it just fuel the fire for Colorado? I think the problem for, for Tampa right now is I think that their best defenseman, Victor Hedman, is hurt. He, he has been able to control... The, the last two Stanley Cup finals. He's, right. he's been an impact. Hasn't been an impact. He just, he looks slow. And I would have to attribute that to injury. They've solved Andre Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. It's shoot blocker side on Andre Vasilevsky. That's, that, that's been an automatic. So I don't think that, you know, I, I think for Tampa guys, they're just overwhelmed by the speed and the depth of Colorado. I mean, there's a reason why they were as good as they were this year. They, I, I just think that the speed has it's been too much. We'll see what happens. Now, Braden Point may not play tonight. He didn't take the morning skate for, for Tampa. That, that's significant. You know, John Cooper bumped him up in the lineup uh, in game two in the second period. Would you look at uh, taking a puck line with Colorado tonight to win, by, to win by two or more? I mean, I think that's where the value is in this game. I think if you're going to bet Colorado, uh-huh. I would absolutely bet the puck line. I, yeah, there's no question. No question. Uh, let's take a look at the Conn Smythe market. I don't know, Britton, if you have the uh, if you have the graphic for us, but this is this is interesting because I actually thought that the good way to hedge this series, I laid the the one seventy five with Colorado, but then I took Vasilevsky at four to one yep. because I thought if Tampa should win this somehow, he's got to be the the Conn Smythe. That may not be the case, right? They've yep. they've they've made him look bad the first two <laughs> games, but let's take a look at the current Conn Smythe market right now. Kale McCarr. Minus two dollars, your heavy favorite after the first two games. Nathan McKinnon at plus three fifty, and then Miko Rantanen at plus seven fifty. Kucherov and Vasilevsky, the first choice for Tampa, and tied for the fourth choice, both eleven to one. Nachuskin at twenty to one. Landeskog, who we bet uh, Amal and I bet to score over a goal and a half during the series at thirty to one, and then Darcy Kemper forty-five to one. Anybody other than Makar interests you at this point? Well, I, I, yeah, I would take Nachushkin. I think that right now at 20 to 1, that's still a really good pick. Look, I think Kale McCarr solidified the Smythe with those two goals in the third period the shorthanded mm. goal and the power play goal. I mean, look, I like you. I have Vasilevsky. I got him at 6 to 1. Mm. I've got Kale McCarr at 5 to 1. Uh, and I think I have McKinnon at uh, plus 250. But right now, if right now looking at the board, yeah, Nachushkin at 20 to 1 looks like a. That, that would be the best, best odds at. at uh, Jonathan, were you surprised at all uh, by the Knights hiring of Bruce Cassidy, the former Boston Bruins coach? And do you think it's the right choice for their franchise? Wasn't surprised. I thought that, you know, they they need an established guy. I think that, you know, with this organization, Bruce has done a really good job at working with veteran players in the past. So I think that the hiring of Cassidy makes a lot of sense. Look, the big question with the Golden Knights guys is that what's their roster going to look like? I mean, you know, they had to play short a number of times mm. during the year. So they've got to solve the salary cap situation. Now, they did shed some money when they traded the Don off to Montreal. But what's going to happen is, is that they, they get a guy in Shea Weber who's not, you know, who can't play anymore. But that long-term injury uh, reserve that they put him on, it, it still kind of puts you, uh, ties your, your, you know, one hand behind your back come the trade deadline in trying to bring in salary because you can't accrue any salary with a guy on LTIR. Do you think the Knights are going to go out and look for a top-flight goaltender? I mean, I know they're bringing Logan Thompson along, and that's part of the reason uh, that Marc-Andre Fleury was there, but it looks like the time for Leonard has, has come and gone here in Las Vegas. It may be in the NHL. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, look, there's nothing that, Bill, that, that, the, that the Knights... Look, Bill Foley wants to win badly, and I applaud him for it. You just, 
you have to be careful. Like it's just a matter of can they trade for? Look, there are a lot of good guys out there. You know, there's Vili Husso from mm. St. Louis. He's a free agent. Mm-hmm. There's Jack Campbell in Toronto. Those could be options. But the question just remains: is you know, can you move Leonard's contract? That that's the big issue. But nothing with the Golden Knights would surprise me. Uh, look, I love what they do, but sometimes it's kind of like fantasy hockey, the way that uh, they've been approaching things, guys. <laughs> All right, Jonathan, let's get to your uh, best bets for tonight's game. Okay, tonight I'm I'm on Nathan McKinnon over four and a half shots on goal. Uh, that's been, you know, he didn't he didn't hit it last game. He did hit it in game one, but that's been pretty much a, a, a safe bet throughout. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with, with the over tonight. Can't see any reason why, you know, to go to the under. So I figure at worst, I push um on those two plays and i think i may have had a third oh uh oh yeah a goal in the first 9 30. that that's that's been how about it money. how about this market too that they've had in the players goal in the first five minutes which is a juicy plus yeah. price a lot like when it was the rangers and 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 uh tampa bay it would be like plus three dollars now it's like plus 180 but still it's been cashing especially yes. if you get a penalty in the in the first couple minutes like we saw in game two it's worth a shot, you know, the way Colorado has been, absolutely. And so, yeah, I, I would do it. I'm, I, I'm not as gutsy as you are, Mike, <laughs> but I, I'll stick with the goal in the first 930, but I can see there's definite value in the play. Let me, can I be – I'm going to go on the opposite side real quick. Okay. Going back to the 7-0 game, right? Guys got to back off. They kind of rest. You got to put in some other guys a little bit. The first game was 4-3. I think it went to yeah. overtime, right? Yeah. So we have two games that went over 6 are we saying that, that, that six is the number? Are we saying five and a half is just not it's, – it's not in play. Five is just not realistic. Seven almost becomes – it was kind of an accident twice. Like, you don't see 7-0 shutouts in, in NHL too often. You didn't see it in, in the Stanley Cup. Right. And then, again, we had overtime that forced the over the one time. So, I, like, again, if, if Tampa Bay at home, a little bit more motivated, slightly rested – I mean, is the defense, Vasilevsky, you said it. If you know what he's doing, then I'm sure he has to have a pretty good idea of what he's doing, right? Is there some adjustments that can lower the score and keep it under? Look, Colorado's been averaging over they're, four they're goals good. a game in the playoffs. <laughs> so, you know, I think I can get at least two from Tampa. That's Look, Darcy gotcha. Kemper hasn't been great. Like, they're not – like, Darcy Kemper's, you know, he's done enough. I, 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 look, if it was six and a half, guys, I got then, you. then gotcha. maybe at six. So I we're looking go. at a push at six. Yes. Yeah. Safely. Yeah. You know something that's amazing? Colorado hasn't lost on the road in the playoffs yet. And there's that's impressive. Huh? <laughs> impressive. What's impressive? 69 and 20? Beat them two out of three in Denver. That's yeah. hard to believe as well. Jonathan, we appreciate the time. Great. Continued success with your uh, post game here during the finals. Guys, thank you. Thanks for all the hospitality. It's been great out here. You're welcome. All right, coming up next from Rotowire, Jeff Erickson. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Check out VSIN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24 7 stream of VSIN experts, tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sports books here in Las Vegas and all across this great land of ours. Download the VSIN Best Bets podcast now at slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back in to Odds On. I am Mike Palm. Josh Towers joining me today, sitting in for Amal Shaw. And our buddy Jeff Erickson, co-founder of Rotowire, is back on the program on a Monday, fresh off a trip with his family to Ireland. Happy Father's Day, Jeff. And how was your trip? It was fantastic. Thanks, Mike. Uh, four days in Dublin, a uh, day trip to Belfast. Saw some uh, the Irish national team play Scotland in the UEFA uh, uh, the UEFA Cup. Uh, so that was awesome to see. I just saw a lot of the country after that. Tried to drive for four days there. Don't do that. Uh, it's not. That's not that fun. Uh, tiny, tiny roads. Wrong side of the road. Steering column on the right hand side. But other than that, it was. It, it was actually that was fun too. It was an experience. Whole trip was amazing. Jeff, I want to start with a tweet that I read from you on. I believe it was Friday night. It says, quote, I hate, hate, hate the notion that if a fielder doesn't touch a ball, it can't be ruled an error. The pop-up dropping between Davidson and Andrus for the A's has to be assigned to the defense and not the pitcher, who is Montre, uh, Frankie Montas. Maybe call it a team error. Please elaborate. Yeah, it was crazy. It was a, a can of corn pop-up. E- easy easy pop-up. You know, Davidson and Andrus haven't played a lot together, so I get maybe there's some communication errors. But you know what? The shortstop's the captain of the, uh, of the defense. Call the ball. Make the catch. End of the inning. Instead, it's a hit, a run scored. It gets charged as an earned run. It's a hit. You know, it, you know, it hurts the pitcher later on in arbitration. Hurts us in fantasy. I don't even have Montas, and I was getting mad. It's just, I, it's just the principle of it. There, it's got to be an error. 
Same with fielder's choice, throw into the wrong bag. You know, that's a mistake. It's a mental error, but it's still an error. You know, right. just this whole notion, oh, well, we can't, we can't assume the double play. That's so we can't call an error on that. No, you got to be able to call these things. <laughs> Jeff, listen, it hurts my feelings right away. When I turn around, I look at the scoreboard and they call it a hit. Like it hurts my feelings yeah. immediately. And it does affect some of us too. It's the same thing, right? Like my feet get tangled. I do something wrong with my glove, ball goes underneath it, whatever. It's obvious error. It's the same thing. Just because the ball's in the air and it's not bouncing it, to me, it should be easier to catch. But sometimes we just get put in the wrong position or we take the wrong turn or whatever the case may be. It's still an error. Like it, it's pretty obvious stuff, but uh, yeah, these scorekeepers definitely biased at home. Uh, they don't always get it right, and it is frustrating. But you know, it's crazy. Like I said, it you have to. It's almost better for us if it's called an error, not because I care about my stats as much as it, I feel bad for my shortstop or whoever, and I'm able to like, I got you. I'm gonna get you another ground ball. But like when they do call it a hit, and we all know it should have been an error. Like it's crazy how we can't let it go for a batter or two. No, uh, you just I, I imagine just seeing red, and I mean it just. Right. It's got to be aggravating too, uh, just to see that, and you know, it affects you down the line in arbitration, you know, someday, or you know, it and it affects us when we play our silly little games, whether it's right. betting, whether it's fantasy, it matters. And yeah, as we speak, stuff. they throw to third base with no shot on the play, and McNeil takes second on a single to left, uh, yeah. about throwing to the wrong base. So there you go, brutal mistakes. with one out, no double play yeah. in order Why now in a one nothing game. I, I, I talked about this, Jeff, with Josh earlier today. Amongst the starters going, Logan Webb, Max Freed. Corbin Burns, Hugh Darvish, Garrett Cole, Shane McClanahan, Jose Barrios, Noah Syndergaard, and the pitcher with the most innings pitched amongst the starters today, Miles Mikolas. What does that tell us about the state of Major League Baseball? Today's a good day. Uh, I think Jose <laughs> Barrios doesn't belong in that group, unfortunately, and we'll see. But uh, Lance Lynn's also going today. He's working his way back. It, it's a fun day. I can't wait to watch Garrett Cole versus Shane McClanahan. I can't wait to watch uh, four days of uh, Milwaukee and St. Louis. You know, two teams, the two teams that are trying in the NL Central. So see them go head to head like that. They're tied 38 and 30, both of them. So big, big series there. Uh, yeah, it's exciting. It should be some good. It's not a big slate, but there's some really good games. Speaking of McClanahan and Cole, mm-hmm. McClanahan against Nestor Cortez was, was plus 120 at Yankee Stadium. We revisit this less than a week later. He goes against Cole, but he's at home as opposed to on the road, and he's almost catching the same price. Am I missing something? Is there a lot of value in McClanahan tonight at plus 115? I mean, he's elite. He's awesome. Uh, and yeah, he, he should, you know, being at home should help him a little bit. I mean, it's just that the Yankees are just so deep and so good. I know the blue p- bullpen blew it yesterday, but I think that's more of an anomaly. It wasn't like Clay Holmes was out there on that game. It was, they couldn't get to Clay, Clay Holmes. So uh, I, I think with Cole, he'll go deeper in the game. So that should be less of an issue uh, than it was with Severino yesterday. But uh, I, I I think there might be a tad bit of value there, sure. Uh, it's just it's just the Yankees are such a machine. It's so tough. It, well, I mean, again, they, they both faced each other last start. And McClanahan, I think, gave up four, but it was only one earned. The defense kind of let him down. Yep. He's been unbelievable. Speaking of that, they, car- they charged Phillips with the air in center field on that ball where he kind of shied away from the right fielder coming in on him. I think mm-hmm. it was Margot. Kind of a tough play, but it deserves to be an error to the point earlier um, that Jeff was talking about. Well, and, and again, that's what cost him the game. And then Garrett Cole dealt. You know right? what cost him the game? Why don't they pitch to Kiner Falefa? They wouldn't pitch to Kiner Falefa. I don't understand this. He went to Toronto. They attacked him with fastballs and strikes the whole series. But McClanahan and your guy, Kevin Cash, were so afraid to pitch to Kiner Falefa, and they got it stuck up the backside, the bottom of the fifth. Too many stats on this computer and not too much uh, human element fixed in. Uh, listen, if anybody's getting pitched to, it's him if I'm facing that lineup. There's a couple Jeez. guys I might dodge, but it's not him. I, I, listen, the total six and a half in this game, but Tampa Bay can't hit. We just watched them in Baltimore. They were atrocious. Now, Baltimore played fantastic. Their pitching was good. Their, their bullpen's been unbelievable. Um, kind of getting overlooked a little bit. So, uh, again, the, the under is the early like it makes a lot of sense even though it's six and a half but both these two pitchers are just unbelievable but I can see Garrett Cole cruising right through this team today so it's, it's gonna be a close game it's gonna be a good one listen real quick on, on the Barrios thing like dude you think we miss this right every time I see Barrios he seems like he's getting rocked for Toronto right but he's still yeah. five and four his last three starts seven eight and seven innings he's gone into the seventh or seven and more I think six or seven starts on the season like he's actually pitching deep if I give up runs later in the game I'm probably winning that game Right. If I get rocked early, then it's over. Like, yeah, he had a bad May, but he's having an unbelievable June. Like, I mean, I think at times, like, I know I get suckered into it a little bit. I think we, we I overlook him sometimes and betting on him. Well, here's the thing with him. I, I always look at opponent. 
Um, yeah, you know, he, he beat up on Baltimore at Detroit. OK, great. He also got slaughtered by the Angels uh, four starts ago. He got and, robbed. you know, you know, that, that's the thing is every time I think I'm back, he pulls me back in in a negative way. I mean, it's just like, OK, it's safe. It's safe. Nope, here's Jaws again. Um, and I, I just feel like that that's what we run into with him. And that's that's it's not an analytical approach. It's a feeling. And it's just I've always felt this in fantasy. Like I always he gets pushed among the, like the number two t- tier two starters. It's million. I think he's a three. Yeah. So here, here's the, here's the thing with me. And this is one of the things that I look at. It's very important to me. Because I know how consistent or inconsistent, I know how, like, we're creatures of habit and routine. So in, in April, he goes five and three, six and one, seven and two, and six and one. He deals, right? And so I got to run him when he's going well. And then all of a sudden, May comes around, and you said it, six, five, he has one good game, three and six. He gets rocked the whole time. Like, so when he's hot, run him. When he's cold, run him. Like, he's that guy. It, we very rarely have good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. Like, we don't do that too much as, as starting pitching. And yeah. he's back into the rhythm of being really good right now. So this is the guy that I go back and bet on. Yeah, and, you know, it's an interesting game at Chicago. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that's – we'll see what the weather's going to be like there. With That's a good ballpark to hit when it's warm, when, uh, when the ball's flying it out. Flies. And I think it might be. It's supposed to be like 87, I think, today there. Um, so we'll see. I mean, the, the White Sox don't have everybody. Mankata's banged up. Uh, Jimenez isn't back yet, so that, that it's not like the, the killer lineup that we thought. They are going to get Tim Anderson no. back today, though, so that's yeah. a big deal. Mike, that's the whole thing. This lineup has been very inconsistent, but the starting pitching, everybody hasn't been there for this team. We haven't seen this real White Sox team yet, and Lance Lynn didn't look good his first start, but his first start back, they're going to baby him a little bit. Um, does the rift that happened in the dugout with the coach affect this game at all, or is that in the past? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that it. To, to me, I can't put that into the handicap of this game. No, okay. Um, they're going to go play if they want to play. And I, I lean a little. You know, I'm an under guy, and I lean over nine here. Just because I'm almost the guy with Barrios, so I watch him pitch two innings. Because if he's bad, he's bad early. Uh, last question for you, Jeff uh, Burns tonight uh, for the Brewers. Uh, basically, a dollar seventy, dollar seventy-five favorite over Mikolas. Uh, two-part question: One, does Corbin Burns still deserve to be the second choice for Cy Young? in the National League behind Sandy Alcantara and ahead of Musgrove and Wheeler and some others. And two, are the Cardinals at plus $1.50 to win the NL Central a bet for you right now? I, I like the latter question first. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's a pretty solid wager. Mm-hmm. I think the Cardinals are more likely to go out at the trade deadline and get what they need. I know the Brewers had the Adamas trade last year, but I don't view them as the t- type that swings for the fences, whereas I think the Cardinals probably will. But they... Uh, you know, I think they need another pitcher. I think every team at the trade deadline is going to add a reliever. We know that, but you know, at least among the contenders. But I, I think that the Cardinals are closer to being whole. I mean, with the the Brewers down Woodruff, for, you know, he'll come back soon. But Peralta's out for at least another month or two. Um, I, I think that they are a lot more vulnerable here, and I think they've been asking a lot of some of their young arms. Uh, as far as the Cy Young, I think it's a pretty close race. I mean, Musgrove has been amazing so far, and they have a good chance to win the West. The Dodgers are vulnerable right now with Mookie Betts out. But it's another whole other conversation, though. A couple seconds, we got to go. What about um, Flaherty for the Cardinals when he comes back? Well, they're saying he's throwing him at 75 pitches tomorrow. Maybe he'll go a little farther out. He said he threw too hard in his first start. He was a little too amped up. I imagine when you come back from an injury like that, you can be that way. So, uh, yeah, I I like it. They need him to be big. Yes. Jeff, thanks for the time. It was good having you back on a Monday. Anytime. Thanks a lot. All right. Take Take care. care. All right. When we come back, we'll get into our plays and some division races in Major League Baseball. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet River Sportsbook invites you to add some variety to your baseball bets with some new same game parlays. Every game this baseball season, you can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect combination. That's actually pretty fun. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, you can add a little extra spice to your game with the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Go to Bet River Sportsbook app or betrivers.com to make your baseball same game parlays today. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Josh Towers. 3-0 Mets, top of the fifth. Peterson walks the ninth place hitter and now comes back from 3-0 to 3-2 on birdie here. Key spot, 75 pitches. We haven't seen him go this deep in a game. No, again, and it's the innings thing too, right? 2-2, two, 4-3. Two, yeah. Like, they're not letting him go into any of these situations where he's going to learn to pitch. Like I was telling you off air, Mike, if I'm only going under five every time, I'm never learning how to control what I have. I'm never learning to set you up. I'm never learning to give you something so I don't give it to you next to bat or vice versa or keep some secrets. If I'm going under four, under five, all I turn into is really is a thrower. It's a thrower of the baseball. I'm basically a reliever who never learns to pitch. They're going to have to let this kid go at some point. Now, I get his pitch count goes up. But if they want him to be good, they're going to have to continue to push him and push him and push him and let him learn. And again, the, the game is not on. It, it, like nothing, nothing counts. The, like nothing happens until basically. I, I always said the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. That's where the game's on the line. That's where you really learn about the game of baseball. I always said if you go five and dive, like you're just wasting your time. All right, I have one play today. I probably like this game in, in Amelie. I'll probably play uh, Colorado on the puck line, lay a puck and a half against the Lightning because I don't think the game should be a pick. But uh, not an official play. I'm going to play the Angels on the run line at home tonight. Coming home off the big series in Seattle, Thor on the mound tonight, Syndergaard against Chris Bubik. But look, the Royals can't hit. No. Of all these no. awful teams in baseball, the Royals are still the worst record. I That's mean, hard to believe, isn't it? I mean, no disrespect to the Royals, uh-huh. like in a negative way, yeah. but like I watched them play recently, mm-hmm. and I think Perez has a pretty good idea, even though he's struggling a little bit. But like when I watch, like I obviously Merrifield can hit. When I watch these guys, everybody has a massive glaring hole that they will not adjust from. That like if you really study what you're supposed to study as a starting pitcher, if Noah really goes in there and does his homework, he can cruise this lineup easy. And then again, you said it. The Angels are coming off of it, they didn't look good in L.A., but they look really good in Seattle and motivated. Huge series in mm-hmm. Seattle. Trout put the team on his back after Otani. did well. Otani had a great for the, uh, start in the opener of the series, and then Trout put his team on the back of the rest of the way as Otani was going 0 for 13 in the last three games. Uh, and then the other play, I'm going to take your play. Let's go. I'm going to take Freed and lay the $1.55 at home against the Giants in the nine high straight Logan Webb. I know you're itching kind of to pull the trigger on the Cubs, but not an official play, correct? <laughs> no, it's just, listen, it's hard to bet two losing teams, and you're asking yeah. me to bet another losing team on the road. But, um, again, with the lack of run support for the Pittsburgh Pirates starter, it, it's uh, you're coming off two wins versus Atlanta, then you hop on a plane, it's always fun. Like I, I think the Cubs should be the favorite in this game. So I, I'm, I'm kind of for them, but it's not official. I do like Atlanta. I, the one game that stands out the most, and, listen, I'm not in love. I wouldn't say run line it, but I, I just think – with how bad Tampa's offense was in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And, and before last game, I think they had scored four runs in four games. And now you got Garrett Cole on the mound who faced you recently and did well. McClanahan's legit. We all know that. I love this kid more than anything. Um, but I, I think the, the first mistake is the game. And if, if, if Tampa's not hitting, you're not going to hit up Garrett Cole. You don't yeah. just turn it around that fast. So I, I, I kind of favor the Yankees a little bit. Okay. Uh, College World Series uh, game yes. going on right now. Stanford leads 
Auburn, this is an elimination game. Impressions so far, the winner's bracket tonight, uh, SEC battle, Ole Miss and Arkansas. Ole Miss undefeated throughout the course of the tournament so far. Snuck in, last team in. Yeah. <laughs> last team in, man. I remember going down there. What an amazing school, by the way. Um, I'm sure my son really wanted to go. I mean, it's just a cool place. But, uh, yeah, there's something about that team. Like, when your back's against the wall, it's kind of me like the um, in the NFL. We see it all the time with the wild card teams. Uh, there are some awesome teams. Notre Dame's look really cool. Obviously, Arkansas, and they got some good recruits coming in. Everybody does. This, this has been awesome to watch so far. Um, who was the team? Was it Tennessee, number one in the country? Yeah, the Loved to see them get knocked mm-hmm. out. Loved it. Very Most arrogant, arrogant team mm-hmm. I've ever seen in beat it, dude. Like, no time for you guys. Uh, so cool. But I, I, there, there's some good baseball going on. Um, you look at some of these teams are coached by former Major League Baseball players. There's a lot of them, man. And there's a lot of uh, kids uh, – that are their sons of former players playing too. There's a lot of like depth and knowledge, and this World Series has been awesome. So I don't know who you're pulling for, but for me, it's uh, it's A and M. I'm pulling for Notre Dame, but they're in a tough spot now. They're going to have yeah. to win and then beat Oklahoma twice to get to the finals. Uh, Peterson loses Chisholm, walks him, and they're leaving him in here through uh, 85 pitches, runners on first and second, one out. The best Miami hitter by far to me, Soler at the plate right now. Yeah, and I'm down for this. Again, you heard me say it a couple mm-hmm. times. I'm down. Like he has to learn at some point. And I don't care if he gives up a three-run homer. You guys are in first place by a lot of games. This is somebody that you're going to count on. At some point, he has to take that next hurdle, and I don't want it this many pitches deep. But, like, this is a big – to me, this is a big developmental at-bat and inning for this kid for his future. So I I love this play right here. Okay, let's talk Cy Young race. Let's start in the American League. Verlander got roughed up by the White Sox at home this weekend. Kind of bumps him right away, right? Second bad start. (laughs) Uh, He's the favorite still at plus uh, $3. Shane McClanahan, plus 375. He goes tonight against Cole, your second choice. Nasty Nestor Cortez and Alec Manoa, who the Yankees beat on Saturday in Toronto, both 7-1. to Garrett Cole's 10-1. to Kevin Gaussman, 17-1. to Shane Bieber, 24-1. to Dylan Cease, 25-1. to Scooble, 30-1. to Logan Gilbert, 35-1. to I'll draw a line of everybody after Cole. I think it's amongst the top five there. Yeah, listen, um, if it ended today, mm-hmm. it's going to McClanahan. Right? You think but so? 100. I mean, listen, it's a strikeout. He's the only way I have the 100 strikeouts. 105 and 78 innings. What's more important? To okay. me? All right. And what should be more to important? To me or voters. What should be more important to the voters? <laughs> should strikeouts or innings pitched be more important? Uh, innings pitch and quality starts should be more important. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because I'm doing my job consistently, right? Strikeouts are a byproduct of whatever. Some people have nasty stuff. Some people are smarter on the mound. Some people have the combination of both. The sure there's all these guys at Garrett Coles. Um, this race is nowhere near being able to pick right now. It's going to come down to the last six hours of the year. Who Who's trained himself to finish uh, August and September? And, and the veteran guys know how to do this better. I love McClanahan. He's been fantastic. You think Kevin Cash is going to let this kid go six and seven the rest of the year? You're out of your mind. No <laughs> chance. So it, it's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard for him to win it. What do you think of Benoa and his stuff? Is his stuff, he's been successful. He only suffered his second loss. To me, his fastball is a little bit straight, and his slider is still a get-me-over slider. Yeah. Um, I, I, he's tall, right? He's a big boy. Yeah, he pitches downhill well. He does. Right? There, there's something to this, this, this changing of the angle of the baseball, that when he's down in the zone like all of us, like what we're seeing with these two lefties, you're really, really good. By the way, Peterson 2-0 pitched to Soler, induced a double play to get out of the there top of the fifth. That's huge for him. Huge. Yep. <laughs> like, and again, like I said, Peterson and Rogers have done a really good job pitching down the zone. Everything's moving. That's where, that's where he has to be. The taller I am, the better it is, right? So it, it's, yeah, I, I like him. This is his second year, too. He's going to take some lumps. All right, National League Cy Young race. Say Big Sandy Alcantara beats the Mets yesterday. He is now your favorite, plus 250. I got him at 6-1 to one, two and a half weeks ago, so I knew this price was going to plummet on yeah, this guy. Yeah, Especially with Scherzer out and no DeGrom in the race. Corbin Burns and Joe Musgrove. Both plus 450. Musgrove hasn't lost a game yet. He's doing it with smoke and mirrors a little bit, right? The guy really doesn't want to throw a fastball. Zach Wheeler, interesting. I got him at 18 to 1. He's 11 to 1. Freed, 13 to 1. Tony Gonsolin, who would be your major league ERA leader if he had enough innings pitched to qualify, and is 8 0 at 20 to 1. Rodon, 20 to 1. I think Aaron Noah's pitching terrific. He doesn't get the win. Uh, Brad Hand threw. Th- That's hard for you. Brad to say. Hand threw twenty-three sliders and blowing that game for <laughs> twenty-three out of twenty-three sliders and blowing the game for Nola's pitching really well. He's thirty he to is. one. Pablo Lopez thirty-five to one. Kyle Wright of the Braves thirty-five to one. 
if if it's game seven and you and I'm a major league manager and I can have any pitcher in the world to hand the ball to right now, Alcantara is my first choice and Zach Wheeler is my second choice. Tell me I'm wrong. It's because it's, it's because those two guys, those two guys in New York are on the DL. Yes. Like, so we exclude yes. DL guys. Well, yeah, they're on the DL. Yeah. I'm talking about right Clayton's now. Clayton's on the DL right now. Huh? Uh, Otherwise, it's Jacob, without a doubt. To me. Yeah, 100, Jacob. <laughs> um, listen, he it, Sandy Alcantara. He's got 99 innings pitch, right? He's 20 more than anybody else in the league. The guy goes eight almost every day. He's unbelievable. You look at his hits. Look at his walks. They're fantastic. He's at almost a strikeout. Not quite. That's his one little downfall. But he's so dominant as a pitcher that he pitches to contact. Like, And, and we have to appreciate this. He threw 205 innings last year mm-hmm. on 33 starts. Two years prior, the, the, the two, the, you know, because we didn't have full season in 20, he threw 32 starts into 197 innings. This guy's going to pitch. He's not coming out of games. He's going to give you over 200 innings. He's going to put himself in a position where not very many other people are going to get to, which offsets those strikeouts. And then he's this dominant, 7-2 at the 172 on that team? On that team. On that team. On that team. Yeah. No, he's your guy right now, 100%. On that team where in most of his starts, he's going to have to throow a lot of high-leverage pitches because he's not up 6-7 nothing early in these games. Imagine being that good to where you only need the Roy Holidays, the Pedro Martinez's, that you only need the Mike Mussina's two runs to win because you know you're going eight. Yeah. Real that's quick, enough. Real quick, 20 seconds. NL MVP, is it Paul Goldschmidt right now? Bro, he's hitting. Wow. Does he, he get overlooked? Do we never talk about this never kid? Never talk about the guy hits 340. 344? Gold glove at first base. He's carrying that team, right? And if Arenado can hit it all. 16 and 58 right now. Right. Second in OPS. I love their defense. Their pitchers pitch to contact because they can. Love that team. Bet the Cardinals to win the Central, plus 150. Thanks, Josh Tower, for filling in for them all today. He'll be back tomorrow. Up next, betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.